What's up? This is Chris from Hard Luck, hanging out with my boy Johnny, and you're listening to the Johnny Tacos Podcast. What's up? This is Taco Man, Johnny Tacos. I am now on my second episode of Taco Tuesday Testimonials, and I have a awesome dude here, Edward Mendez, E-T-E, coming on. So, here we go. All right, welcome back. What's up, Edward? How you doing, man? Man, phenomenal. Just another great day. How about yourself? I'm blessed. I'm always blessed to be six feet above and six feet below. Man, I hear you. I agree with you on that, Johnny. Blessed and highly favored. So so how's uh, San Antonio? How, how's the weather over there? Oh, man, the weather is here. This is great. Uh, besides the allergies, uh, I, I don't miss the humidity. That's where I come from in Houston. There's a lot of humid. So here, the weather is phenomenal. I, I enjoy it. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I haven't been over there in years, but I've been meaning to. Maybe if I come down there, maybe you can show me around. Dude, you come down here, man. I got this uh, real cool place my wife and I enjoy eating at. So uh, we'll definitely take you. Now, if you come in the weekends, I don't, I'm not sure how familiar you are with Mexican food, but there's this uh, Mexican uh, soup called Menudo, best in town. I'll be more than happy to take you and the family there. Yeah, my, my name, Tacos, doesn't mean that I just like the word. <laughs> I love good Mexican food. And it has, I love to be, that. has to be great, authentic Mexican food. Man, you said it, man. You said it. Authentic Mexican food is the key. The key, the key is authentic. Yeah, because I grew up. Uh, my best friends were, were Mexican. I grew up in a, a Mexican uh, area in Grand Prairie, and we had manudo, we had tripa, we had uh, mole. Uh, you know, I had I had Dude. everything, man. It, it was so good. I, I loved eating. Uh, what was it? Cactus and and beef. No palitos. Yeah, yeah. Man, say no more. Say no more. That's exactly <laughs> where we're gonna be going. I'm actually getting hungry, man. I'm getting hungry, man. We we gotta we gotta get on to this, man. You make I'm, my stomach's growling, and I'm a big boy. So <laughs> so tell me a little something about you. How did you How did you grow up, man? Uh, uh, I'm very blessed to be honest with you. God has always been good for good to me. I uh, grew up with a very loving mother. Uh, I think like most of us are uh, can speak for me. My childhood. Before five, it was like the greatest childhood of all time, man. I had the coolest mother in the world. I still do to this day. Uh, gave me so much love. So taught me about love, right, and compassion and kindness. Um, so that we were we were very rich in um, in in love. She she I was rich in love financially. We were not the we were not rich financially, right? But she always had a foot over. She had food on our table. She gave me a roof over my head, um, and she gave me unconditional love. Um, so that was that was a big blessing. And then after that, uh, we had a gentleman that came into our lives, and uh, he came in and made himself sound like he was going to be a really good dad. Um, 
And come to find out, man, it was it was not the case, but it was it was a nightmare. We ended up having hell on earth. Um, and for many years, man, I used to blame that. I used to hate that. I used to, you know, blame God or, or whatever it was out there. I blamed it. I blamed everybody. Uh, but now as an adult, that has been my biggest blessing. It's um, going through hell on earth. Uh, and I'm. I'm just very grateful that I had the opportunity to go through that. Well, that, you know, everybody has those trials as a kid. You know, some people have it worse than others, but it's still the same path that God teaches you. And he he's there for you, you know, even through the bad times, he's there to comfort you. So you, sure. um, during that time, was it a, so it was a big, hard struggle, um, with your faith, um, so, so how did that come along through school? Did you have issues at school or, or what was going on? Um, in, in what aspect? Are we talking about faith or what is the, what are we, what are we discussing? Well, with your faith, you know, with your faith, um, did, did, um, events at school or events at your house, how did that, how did that shake your faith? What, what had happened? If you don't mind talking about it. But how did that um, affect when you came to that dark point in your life? And what was it at the point from that dark point? You, uh, God had opened that door to um, to open up uh, what he had in store with you, you know, to bring your faith back. Man, great question. So I grew up, uh, my mother is a Catholic and she took me to church, um, but as we were going through hell at home um, and I would see the way the church was and I would see how, you know, my mother going through so much and I would never see none of her prayers get answered. And um, I walked away from, from religion when I was about 10 years of age. I didn't, I think all that was phony at the end. I thought it was just a, a check, uh, check the box type of deal. And I didn't see no results on that. So I turned to the streets and I turned to myself, right? And and I figured if there was truly a God out there at one point, um, he would not allow to, of a human being to abuse a young kid, uh, his mother and his sister, right? He just, I just don't believe he could have, at least at the time I didn't. And so I categorized myself for about a decade or so as an atheist. Uh, all I focused was myself, um, my, my physical appearance, and as I got a little bit older, when I was 16 years of age, 15, I was focusing about making money, right? Whether it was um, doing illegal activities uh, in the streets or me getting a job, right? And just working and just trying to make it on myself without trusting on no higher power than myself, just me. And I was like that for many years, man, right? When I was in the streets, I gave myself to the streets and I turned to drugs and I did the drug scene. And, and even though I went through this dark stage in this, um, this time period of my life where I thought that it was about me, God is so faithful and beautiful that he was always there through the whole time. He would always put people in my life to tell me that he loved me. And I will laugh at that. You know, I thought oh, that was a joke and I didn't believe in none of that stuff. Um, but I would never tell nobody why I didn't believe, right? And I believe nowadays, whenever I have anybody that shares with me, hey, I don't believe in that stuff. Instead of being critical or telling that individual, 
what you should believe because this is what he has done. See, reality, it's a, we all have fought something. We all have experienced something that has turned us away from God, right? In my case was I had a, a stepfather that was very cruel and abusive in every type of form that you can think of, right? So I couldn't believe that there was a, a God or superpower uh, being out there. Um, but if somebody would have asked, you know, what has pushed you away from him, right? What pushed you away from God? What, what made you believe not to believe anymore? Then that would have opened a different type of answer for my end. I would have said, well, you know, this is what I've experienced and I just don't believe this could happen. Or, man, I see my mother praying left and right and none of the, answer, none of the questions get answered, right? Um, now looking at it from a point of view where I'm at today, it's, it's a matter of asking the right questions, right? So whenever I do encounter um, ladies or gentlemen that I, that, I, that I get the opportunity to meet with or even work with or, or, or serve, man, I'm a big believer in, man, asking the right question because you'll get the answers that you're seeking based on the questions that you ask or in the way that you ask, right? So that was it, man. And then I was very fortunate when I was 25. Um, I ran into a gentleman at a gym and he's the one who started teaching me about or sharing with me about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, he allowed me to have a lot of breakthroughs, right, by getting to know Jesus Christ and getting to know that he really did came to, to give me a, a relationship, that he was not here to give me a religion but to give me a relationship and basically telling me, dude, just the way I'm speaking to you, Johnny, uh, Christ said to me, I want you to talk to me the same way. I want you to seek me, right? Scripture talks about a, game, uh, about a guy by the name of David. And it said about David that he is a man after God's heart. And I remember when I read that part, I asked myself, what would it look like? What would it look like if I was to have that type of heart that I'm after God's heart, that I'm after God's face, that I am after God's feet. What would that look like, right? And am I willing to do that, right? Am I really willing to go all in for, for God? Or am I only willing to do that whenever it's convenient for me, right? So asking those questions has definitely uh, turned my points of views and growth my faith. But touching based on school, um, no, I don't think the, the school or, or anything like that had any influence in my faith. It was more in my personal home that made uh, the influence in my faith. Yeah, because, you know, the reason why I said that is because the world, you know, influences the youth and the youth spreads that influence of the world through school. So I was just, you know, you, you had the um, the issues with your father and I mean, your stepfather, my apologies, your stepfather. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that, uh, brother. I feel you because I am too. Went through uh, not one, not two, but three abusive stepfathers in my life because my mother was seeking the love of a physical and not a love of a spiritual. Amen. So, um, but the uh, uh, you know questioning God and all that um, through your 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 dark period of time. You get those subtle because God is subtle. He he is subtle. He's he's a calm wind. And, yeah, he is. And uh, he tells you, but you have to listen. You have to be quiet and listen. 
and it it took you a little while to be quiet to listen, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it sure did, man. It, it took me some time, um, but I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, uh, it is said once the once the student is ready, the teacher will appear, right? And I remember when I was 25, 24, I was going through some hardships relationship wise. Uh, and just you know in general i was going through some hardships and at this time i was i started to ask some questions where i was asking questions too about god i was asking i was speaking to him uh without me knowing that i was speaking to him but i was asking him you know questions of the things that i was going through and at that very moment it's whenever i had my encounter with my first mentor right they started to share with me about about christ Uh, and it's funny how that happened because I met this gentleman at the gym and older gentleman comes up to me and tells me, Hey dude, you have something special. And, and mind you, man, I come from the block. So for a grown man to tell me I have something special, I'm not, I'm not going to take that too easy. Right. Uh, so I told him, I said, Hey dude, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to tell me, man, but don't come at me like that, man. Don't, don't, don't tell me I have something special. He was like, man, relax. It's going to be all right. He says, look, dude, I just, I see this aura around you. Um, Man, uh, I encourage you to go read this book, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. It's a self-development successful book. Uh, And I said, I had just graduated college as a physical therapist. And I said, dude, uh, thank you, but no thank you. Uh, You see, man, I I work out. uh, I'm a physical therapist and I'm a good looking guy. I don't don't need to go read no no, no stinking book. (laughs) Uh, And he said, wow. I said, um, I didn't think that from you. I actually thought that you were a different type of guy, but I guess I misjudged you. But if you decide to think about it or change your mind, remember, the name of the book is Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And he walked away, but something happened that day. There was a big shift that happened. And, and what happened was he planted a seed, but that very moment I felt energy that I had not experienced with another human being before. And as he walked away, I started asking myself, like, what was that about? Like, why did this guy come and tell me I had something special? Why did he tell me about an aura? Uh, what the heck is an aura? Um, and why would he tell me to go read a book, right? Like, why? Like, why me? And then I said, why do I have to go read this stupid book? And then I said something different, and I said, why not? Why not read this book? And if I don't learn nothing from it, I'll just grab the book and I'll throw it away. I don't have to tell this to nobody. But what if I do learn something? So I, I walked away. I, I got on my vehicle. And first time I turned around and I went to a bookstore and I went to half price books. And I asked the lady in the counter, I said, hey, uh, do you happen to know where you guys have a book by the name of or title Outwitted the Devil by Napoleon Hill? She looks it up. She finds a copy. I bought it for like $2. I started reading this book and I cannot put this book down. And it probably took me about two weeks to read the book. I was a slow reader at the time. And I eventually went back to that gym and I was looking for this guy and I found him and I said, sir, he turns around and he says, oh, it's you. And I said, um, um, sir, I, I, I read the book. Um, would you mind mentoring me? And he said to me, why should I spend my time with you? Did you not tell me that you're a good looking guy, you work out and you graduated college. So why should I spend my time with a guy like you? And, and I couldn't speak, right? I felt dumb. 
And uh, I said, look, um, I understand what you're saying, um, but you see, you just, you, you did something, you did something in me. Um, you planted a seed that nobody has ever done. You planted a seed in me and um, I just, I just see if you would want to be my mentor, but it's okay. And I started to put my head down and in that moment, he touched me on my shoulder and he said, never, never look down. Uh, never put your head down. I'll see you this Saturday at eight in the morning at a Starbucks. And I got so excited. So I ran to the store to buy my first journal because I wanted to start to write. But that day he taught me something. He truly taught me that you speak to a person where they're at and they'll stay that way. But if you speak to a person how they should be or will be and they'll become it. Right. So he taught me the way he spoke to me. He, he spoke to me by giving by empowering me. Right. And we went to the we went to that uh, Starbucks and this is how Christ came came along. Uh, he sat down. I got there at seven forty five. He got there right at seven fifty. Um, I was excited because I'm thinking to myself, man, this guy's about to teach me about how to become successful. Right. Because that's what the book's about is how do you start thinking different? How do you become successful? And I'm excited. I'm like, yes, like, dude, I'm about to break the curses in my family. We're going to go from being, uh, you know, financially poor to becoming financially blessed, financially rich. And we sat down and he tells me, man, uh, let's talk about Jesus. And I said, no, man. I said, look, dude, uh, I, I read the book, man. I got the journal ready. Like, I want to know. But I don't do this religion thing like I, Jesus Christ, God, all that is baloney. And I just don't believe in that. Um, everybody that comes and tries to tell me about God, I stand back and I look at what they tell me and it doesn't add up. They'll tell me this on a Sunday, but Monday through Saturday is a whole different story. I, I see women that go into the churches dressing like, wow, I'm a supermodel. Like it, None of that adds up to me, man. Nobody knows how to activate a prayer. I said, none of that adds up to me. So no, I'm okay with not knowing about no God or Jesus Christ. And he stood up. He stood up and he said, don't waste my time. I said, once you're ready, let me know, but there's not a second time. Like, don't waste my time. And I said, sir, like, sir, I'm ready. Like, I'm seriously ready. Like I got my journal. Like I want to, I want to grow. I want to become successful. And he said, we're going to talk about Christ. Amen. And I said, sir, you just, you, just, you just don't know, sir. Like, uh, I just don't believe in that religion crap. And he said, Nobody talk, nobody's talking about religion. I'm talking to you about Jesus Christ. And I said, okay, sir, like, let's do it. He sat down. He says, what happened? Eh? Like, why, why do you dislike him? So I shared with them my story and I shared with them exactly everything that I went through. And then he says, I can tell that you're a guy that likes challenges. So I want to challenge you to do something. And I said, yes, sir. What is it? For the next 365 days, I want you to pick up this book called The Bible. And I want you to grab this book called The Bible. And I want you to read it every single day. But I need you to do four things, though. There's four key components that you must do. Would you follow them? And I said, yes, sir, I'll follow them. He says, first thing is, not only are you going to read this book every single day, but you're going to study it. You're going to read and study it. And when you have questions, you're going to write them down. 
And then whenever we meet, we'll discuss them. But you're going to study the book. Secondly, you're not going to go telling people that you're reading the Bible. And especially whenever you see somebody doing bad or cursing or, or X, Y, and Z, you're not going to go tell them, you're going to hell. The Bible says don't do this. You're not going to do that. You're going to keep it to yourself for 365 days. Don't say nothing about the Bible. Thirdly, you're going to believe. You're going to believe in this book. You're going to believe in the stories that it says. There's going to be a part in scripture where he says, and I created and I created them in my own image, in our own image, Christ, the Spirit, and the Father. He created you, the human being. You're going to believe that. There's going to be another part of scripture that says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can tell the mountains to move. You're going to believe that. There's going to be a part of scripture where you're going to hear about a woman that has a blood and disorder for the past 10 years plus, And she has a thought and her thought is, man, there's this man, Jesus Christ, this carpenter is coming. And if I only touch him, I'm going to be healed. So she does two things. She, she, she believes that she touches him and she takes action by going into the street and going through the people and touching him. She's going to be healed. You got to believe that could happen today. And then lastly, and most importantly, you're going to practice what you read. You're going to practice it. And you're going to do that for a whole year. And I said, look, sir, I appreciate, I really do appreciate you. I, I just don't believe in this, man. But look, I, I'll take the challenge. But let's do this, though. If nothing happens, if there's no super being, if there's no Jesus Christ, if none of that happens, if nothing happens, you and I will both grab this book, the Bible, and we'll burn it because I don't believe in it. And he said, man, you got yourself a deal. And, and I was excited because in my, in my mind, I truly thought, yes, I'm going to burn the Bible in front of another man that believes in this book, right? Um, I mean, I was in the book of Joshua. Joshua, uh, and that's why I named my one of my youngest sons, I named him Joshua Zion, because uh, I was reading Joshua, and Joshua is where I had my encounter with Jesus Christ. And there he told me, I love you, E. Um, and at that moment, this is back in 2017, um, I gave myself to Christ. And I say, Christ, take me, take Hallelujah. me, Christ, take Hallelujah, my heart, brother. Hallelujah. take my heart. Um, and I told him, I said, Christ, uh, thank you. And that day he shared with me in a thought, everything that you've been through, especially when you thought that I was gone, especially when your stepdad abused you, um, whenever you had your overdose on drugs, uh, I was with you. I was right there. I never left you. And that's why I say that has been my biggest blessings, right? Um, that's why whenever anybody says, man, I'm sorry you went through that, I'm like, oh, man, it's not nothing to be sorry about. If I would have never gone through that, I would not be able to see my father's love. But because I went through it and I'm still breathing, and today he, he shows me his love every single day. I'm like, dude, my father is a good father. He loves me like he knows me, right? And basically what he's telling me is, E, it's not that you're special. I just know everybody the way I know you. My desire as a father, it's that everybody will have a heart seeking me, 
that everybody will have this this burning desire as bad as you want to find a wife as bad as you want to find a husband as bad as you want to be financially free as bad as you want to be famous as bad as whatever it is of the world that people want or desire or wish for if they were to have that for me man they will experience extraordinary feelings they will experience an extraordinary peace an extraordinary joy that the world will be like wow this person is different right uh and he has allowed me to experience that right he's allowed me to 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 be close to him he's allowed me to find the love of my uh the love of my life right he's allowed me to see countries that i would have never thought that i would ever visit right uh all all self funded like he he's allowed me to do things that man allowed me to speak in front of 15,000 people like you talking about little kid man with no confidence uh from a little small little trailer from the block and he's taking me places and it will gets me more excited it's like this is just this is just the pick of, of of the cake man like there's so much more to come that he has given me the vision and and my commitment is whenever i gave myself to christ i said to him everywhere i go i would always represent you every place every stage every opportunity that you allow me to be in front of i will always say your son's name jesus christ i will not call it the law of attraction i will not say the universe i will make sure that i'm bold enough to say jesus christ is lord and savior he gave his life for me and my father adopted me into the kingdom of heaven right and everywhere that i have the opportunity to speak man i i share with them what he has done for me and and I, and i share with people don't don't believe me don't believe me but i challenge you and i encourage you just the way i told him show up man if you if you truly that god show up and speak to me and i would encourage anybody man if if you're an individual that doesn't really believe or you or you have some hardships in life some breakups in life some abuses in life people walked away or backstabbed you or husband and wife cheated and left you or parents mistreated you and you feel like man what happened to you god i i encourage you ask them speak to me speak to me and tell me that you are there right and god is so faithful that he will show up he will show up man he did it to me and if he did it to a wicked man like me why wouldn't he do it for anybody else see whenever I, whenever i start talking about my dad man i get excited <laughs> amen, i get excited amen. yeah man um you know to me it sounds like you were lazarus you're in that pit and jesus says arise and you came out of there alive and burning with that that fire in you and yeah he is our father and he talked and we should talk to him like like we're talking together right now you and I are right. talking we should talk to him tell him how you, how we're feeling that we're feeling shaken that sometimes our faith does get shaken a little bit but we're, hey, we're saying I, father i know you're here for me and i know you'll be here for me but i'm i'm scared i'm nervous i'm only human you made right. me in your image I just want to be following in your footsteps but sometimes I stumble. I just need you help me. I need your I need your your arm to help me uh lift up and 
and uh, be in glory. And I, I'm hearing Amen. this from you, and I'm hearing that fire, that 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 holy fire coming out that you're spitting, you know. And it, it comes to a point we we all been into that that deep despair where we're pushed away God and and we we blame him for everything that goes through you know it it's the the enemy that that speaks to your ear that tells you God's not here God does not want to be with you Jesus is not live Jesus is not real you know it's the enemy speaking and and it's it's God that comes up with his little subtle times, you know, just like your mentor coming through, you know, he, right. and um, the doors open and and you're you're married now. Right. Yes. Married. And how many children do you have? Seven. Oh, yeah. Seven children. This guy mm-hmm. out out beat me by one child. Seven kiddos. Man. Seven kids, man. Blessed. Blessed. And that's what God wants us to do: be fruitful and multiply. Amen. And not, not only with bearing children, but be fruitful and multiply our faith and our our love of Christ to everybody that we meet. So, Amen. so you um, you started um, an ETE, and what is that exactly? Man, for sure. So, ETE is is a brand. It's a kingdom brand. That, that stands for expect the extraordinary. Um, I believe that everybody should expect the extraordinary out of God. First and foremost, he, he says in the scripture, you, you give what you receive, right? He talks a lot about it, your faith, your faith, right? So with that being said, you ought to expect the extraordinary from God every single day. You ought to expect the extraordinary out of your day, right? You ought to expect the extraordinary out of life, right? And then lastly, in everything that you do, you should expect to deliver extraordinary because you're an extraordinary human being. So I believe that everybody has ETE within them, right? It is, it is within you the moment that you make that conscious decision to say, I am extraordinary and I am going to expect the extraordinary from God. And I am going to deliver extraordinary in everything that I do, right? Whether it's just first and foremost in myself, Secondly, in the career that you might do, right? I'm going to have compassion and love uh, with extraordinary levels. Is that easy? It is a challenge. It is a challenge. It is easier said than done. However, uh, scripture says um, within me, he says, if you allow me, I am I am divine, right? He also says, um, anything you ask in Jesus' name, it will be done, right? Um, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. So with him, anything is doable, right? So whenever you rely on his energy, whenever you rely on his compassion, on his love, then you are able to do that because of him. And that's what it's all about, man. So, so, my, so my mission now is to, to, to share with others that, hey, I am the extraordinary, right? So we, we created ETE uh, by the grace of God. And now we're definitely sharing it with the world. It's, hey, you are ETE. So we created a lot of different type of gear. And it's not just, oh, man, you know, the guy wants to be famous or X, Y, and Z. No, we do it so when people look at it, they can remember. They can remember who they are, right? They they are extraordinary. Um, and, yes, that's exactly how we live our lives, my wife and I, uh, how we do it with our, with our children as well. It's uh, expecting the extraordinary. 
Amen, brother. That that sounds awesome. Dude. And you you go out and you speak um, speak for ETE to uh, churches and do you have conferences? Man, great question. So you, we definitely uh, do go out and we, we share the gospel and we share uh, and the way God shared with me. And I think the biggest thing that I share with anybody is we all have a gift and we all have a mission. We all have our own desires, our own careers we want to pursue or things that we want to pursue. But at the end of the day, it's everybody has been given a mission on earth. And the biggest thing that I can share with anybody is discover your mission. Discover it. Ask him. Ask God all the time. Why did you bring me to this planet? Right. You brought me here to do something for your kingdom, not for me. Not, not so I can live a, a lavish lifestyle. But you brought me here to do something for your kingdom. What is it? And then my commitment to you, God, is I'm going to fulfill it. And what he, what he taught me about the way I read the scriptures and the way that I am close with him, it's I'm going to bring the gospel to business. So a lot of our conferences have to do with business. We have to do it with business development sales. And I share kingdom principles and everything that we do is kingdom principles. And how do we do that in the workplace? How do we uh, do share principles that are kingdom principles with, with our friends, with our loved ones? Um, so one of the things that we do is we definitely have events in regards to growing our spiritual men, uh, growing our spiritual strengths. Um, and we're actually now in the process of having our own main big event uh, for ETE. Uh, and we'll definitely keep the, the public posted as soon as we get our date and our place where we're going to uh, launch our first big event. But in the meantime, we do go to different locations. We uh, we share with, with people what we do uh, in our businesses that we do run. And I get the opportunity to speak. I always bring it up. I bring, you know, Jesus Christ. I had the opportunity to be in our one of our big events in Miami uh, about three weeks ago and in front of four, 14,000 uh, people. Um Man, sharing, sharing God's love, man, sharing what Jesus Christ did for me. I believe that those are the opportunities that we have to share his name, share what he did. And our job is not to change people's lives. Our job is not to change hearts. Our job is plant the seed, plant the seed and let God do the rest, right? It's like if we were to grab a seed right now, an apple seed, and we go outside into the dirt, into some good soil. It has to be good soil, right? And we put it in the soil and we water it. We're not going to go and dig and be like, okay, is the seed growing? <laughs> right? That's, that's, that's God's job. God's job is to make that seed grow. That's his job. He's going to do that. Our duty is plant the seed and water it. Well, how do you water it? The way he taught me, the way he shared it with me, the way you water it, it's the way you live your life, the way you show love, the way you show compassion, because people are always going to be watching. People are going to see, is this person truly who he or she says she is? Are they like this in public and in a closed environment? Or is this just an outside show, right? So people are always watching. And the biggest thing that I shared that I asked God is, God, change my heart. Work my heart, God. I don't want to be a person that just talks about you. And in reality, that's not who I am. I care about you. I care about, about me seeking you. Because you see, Scripture talks about, Johnny, um, one, one part of Scripture that got to me is when he talks about the two roads. He said there's two roads. You got the wide road and you got the narrow road. 
And he says, very few, key word, very few, few is the key word, will find the narrow road. And see, that scared me because I said, wait a minute, what do you mean very few? And at that moment, I thought to myself, but there's so many people that are in religion, so many different people. Why would he say very few, right? Very few. And many are walking the wide road, right? And at that moment, I realized, dude, I have a job to do. And my job is to bring 88 million people into the kingdom of heaven. Well, how am I going to do that? Very simple. But the way I live my life, seeking the Lord, and I share, I share with God, I'm like, God, one thing that I ask, my Lord, it's every day touch my heart. And then secondly, God, use me every day that I can share your love and allow an energy in me, Lord, that whenever I come with others, they can feel you. They can say, wow, I can feel something different. Something about this man is different. So that can give me the opportunity to share with them hey, his name is Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus Christ. And in a lot of us, Johnny is in your smile. I'll share a quick story. Um, man, a while back, I was in California. And when I was in California, I was walking in this elevator, right? And as I was walking out of the elevator, um, no, I walked into this elevator. I was coming down. The, ele the elevators opened up right uh -huh. and as they, as they opened up this real beautiful girl is walking in in a red dress just beautiful looking woman and i looked at her and i smiled and i said hi and she probably thought that i was trying to hit on her because she was probably so used to many men trying to hit on her because she's a beautiful woman but i wasn't i was not focusing nothing about it she was i acknowledged that she was a beautiful young lady but i was not thinking nothing of it no more than that i just said hello and she looked at me, gave me this look like like something was wrong with me, right? So I told myself, eh, it is what it is. Um, so we both standing on our elevator, moment of awkward silence. Uh, but I'm smiling. I'm just there smiling, looking at the the numbers to go down. And eventually her, her number came down and the door opens up and she gets out. And as she gets out, uh, she takes about two steps and the doors are closing in. When she turns around and stands out her hand so they can open back up and she looks at me and she says, thank you. And, you know, I wanted to be smart about it. So I said, hey, man, it took you long enough. All right. Yeah. And, and then for a second, <laughs> I thought it was it was it was going to be like the scene of the notebook. You know, we both stare at each other. She's going to give me a big kiss or something. Right? That's what I thought. Um, but I said, no, I'm just I'm just playing. But seriously, thank you for what she says. Thank you. And, and I said, okay, for what? You see, um, people think that because I'm a pretty girl, that I'm happy. And, and I get everybody that, that tells me they wish they could be like me or they can have my life. And I have guys that just hit on me because of my physical looks. But what people don't know is, is that I'm very, very depressed. And a matter of fact, um, I was actually on my way to commit suicide. And before I got into the cell elevator, I I don't believe it in 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 a, in, a, in a higher power or anything like that, but I I I guess I said a small prayer and I said, God, uh, 
give me a reason, give me a sign that I'm here to do something more. Give me a sign. And whenever the door is opened up to the elevator and I walked in, here you are with a big smile and you tell me hi and I gave you this ugly look and you didn't say nothing bad, you stay there, but I can feel that you were still just looking uh, forward, but you were smiling. But at that very moment, I felt like something hugged me, an energy source, like, like some hands put their hands around me and it hugged me and I feel such a warm energy. And at that moment, I just knew that it was the sign that I was looking for. So thank you. Thank you that you have given me a reason why I must live. And I was so in shock. I was in shock because, you know, what can you say when somebody tells you, especially a real pretty person, regardless of how they look, but what are you going to say when a stranger tells you, I'm about to go commit suicide, right? And, and I'm just in shock. And, and she just says, thank you again. And she turns around and starts to walk away. And my slow self, I couldn't really think of what to say. And as the doors are closing in now, I said, hey. She turns around and I said, his name is Jesus. He lives inside of me and he also wants to live inside of you. Call him. His name is Jesus Christ. And the door is closed, right? Um, and I believe that that day she met Jesus Christ. I believe that. Amen. Amen. That's, right? a, that's a beautiful and, story. And dude, man, um, Johnny, man, after that, God taught me. He says, Remember when you were 12 years old and you would go home and you would tell your mom that the kids were making fun of you because you had straight white teeth and they called you Colgate, Colgate, Colgate boy. And you told your mom that you hated your teeth, which is what I want you to know, man, that you have a power in your smile. And I remember then I created this slogan for myself, Mr. Colgate's model himself. Um, and it's not about just the white teeth or being straight. You see, at the end of the day, Johnny, it's one of the gifts that we all have. Everybody has it regardless of how your teeth look. But everybody has the gift of a smile. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of times what we need to do is there's everybody that you meet, everybody's fighting a struggle. And the best thing that you can do for, for anybody, give them a gift every day. What is the most simplest gift that you can give somebody? A free gift that's a free smile a genuine smile just imagine if you were to do that man nowadays you smile people thinking you're weird right because nobody does it yeah nobody does it and if you do it and it's funny now because now if you do it and especially if you're a male you do it to a girl like they're gonna think that you're trying to hit on them uh a lot of times i have to tell them like calm down <laughs> i have a beautiful wife her name's Stacy. I love my wife so much, um, but I just believe in giving love to everybody, man. Genuine, genuine love. Amen. Amen. You know that that story. You know it. It just shows that not only do you have people that God puts in place for you, you are a a a, a vessel for Him to help others as well like you did with that that lady you know she, she you know she thanked you she she had this mind and and god was telling you you know show her kindness show her a smile you know and 
you know, you, you opened up doors for her. You planted that Amen. seed. You planted that seed. And, you know, you're going to be tested. Once you get closer to God, you're going to be tested by the enemy even harder. Amen. Uh, Amen. You're, you're going to have to test every spirit. Test every spirit that comes in your way. They say, hey, I know God and all this. But, yeah, I need to test your spirit because that's what but, Jesus told. You know, um, also the 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 fear the the feeling of when you when you feel that feel um uh, that feeling where you're 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 uh, collapsed in you're going through this this war just you know you have to realize the battle was already won right the the devil is already lost you're the the battle is already won you should be uh happy and all that and you should go up there with your head held high with the armor of God and Amen. and one of your uh, whatever spiritual gift out of the seven that God give you and that that gift is not for you the gift is not for you you know he gave you right. the gift to give to the others to others your Amen. gift is to share to everybody and and uh, I I feel your gift you know is is teaching that that is your gift that that right there is your spiritual gift to to be account in counseling and uh, i see that i see that fire in you man i'm i'm watching you man and and you're like you're on fire you got that holy fire you know and uh you know i i share this with you johnny um i believe that we all can have it man um I remember where I am today, Johnny. Five years ago, I, I I was in California. I was in Cerritos, California. And there was a gentleman on Facebook that was following me because I was doing a lot of live videos. And I was just sharing God's love and and everything that he would teach me on when I would read the scriptures. I was able to grab that and I would translate it on today's day, right? Or in business and how can it relate and how can people really understand it? And there was a gentleman that said, he sent me a message saying, hey, uh, I've been following you for some time and I wanna share with you that there's this evangelist that has the holy fire, man. He's coming down to uh, by the valley. Uh, and I said, when? Because I want that fire. Like I want the holy fire. Uh, and he was like this weekend, Man, I jumped in my car and I drove down, uh, passing San Diego, um, all the way down uh, to this little church. Uh, the pastor's dad, he became a good friend of mine. But the evangelist that came, uh, his name is Brandon um, from Nebraska. And the guy comes and I said, is it you? And he says, me what? Are you the guy with the fire? And he goes, well, I am the evangelist. I said, well, I want the fire, man. Like, I want the fire. And, and, and I said, I've been baptized before, man, but I want to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. I want to get baptized in the Holy Fire. Like, I want it. I want to accept it, and I want to be proud, and I want to make sure that the world knows that I'm proud of of knowing that I know Jesus Christ, and I'm, and I'm never going to buckle down to nothing, right? And if that means that I die uh, saying his name, then so be it, because I truly understand that he gave me the spirit of courage. Uh, and that's why, as you might see behind me, I have two lions, uh, and then over here to my right side, I have 
other pictures of lions um, because they have the spirit of courage, right? And for me, it, I believe that he has given me the spirit of courage like everybody else once they know and accept it, right? But I believe that everybody can have the holy fire. And of course, just like we discussed earlier, we all have different gifts. The, the, the holy fire is going to probably look different on everybody, but you will recognize it. You will recognize it regardless of the gift he or she might have because it's just, you, you, you just can't. It's just something that you're like, dude, that's just not natural. Like you can tell that's a supernatural energy. That is a supernatural, genuine smile. That is a supernatural, uh, the way he or she delivers and talks and they communicate in the body language, right? It's not something that you just fake. Um, and I believe that everybody can have it. The key is, do you believe and do you really want it? And the moment that he or she makes that conscious decision to say, Jesus Christ, I want it. I want that holy fire. Jesus Christ will give it to you. And Amen. man, you, you, you'll make the best, the greatest thing to this planet. It's being the salt and the light of the world, especially in this broken, dark world that we live in today. Amen. You know, I'm going to go off topic for a second. My, the first time I ever, uh, well, the, uh, when I was baptized, I was baptized in 2020. Um, uh, that was the first time I ever been baptized and Hallelujah. And I was, I wanted it. I wanted to, to be, um, rebirth. Amen. And when you're ready and you're, and you're, and you're ready and your faith is towards him and you're, and you're and ready to accept him into your life, into your heart. When he dunked me into that water, time stopped. Mm, and then when he pulled me out, I was emotional bag of tears and crying. And I grabbed on to, to my pasture and, and we hugged, we hugged and, Amen. and, and my, and my friend, he's also the lead pastor. He, we all hugged together and, and it was a beautiful thing because I shared that moment with my youngest son. He was baptized as well. And, Amen. and, uh, you you get when you come out of that water you feel the death of the old you oh and yes the rebirth of of you now and when when i talk to my pastor now he goes i don't recognize you who you were back then i don't i don't recognize that person Amen. and then when i tell when i tell stories of my testimony like you they go i don't see that i i don't I, I couldn't see that you did things like that and you did things. Right. And I'm like, well, we all go cause we're all children. And when we're children, we, we do childish things. But when we go, when we grow up to be adults, we put, we set aside the, the childish, um, you know, attitudes. Well, that's, that's not quoting a full scripture, but you know, it's my paraphrase into the scripture. <laughs> I could right, never right, remember sure. scripture for, for nothing. And I, I try and I try and I try and I, I see pastors and reverends and all that can just belch out a scripture. Just you tell them John three sixteen, and throw it out like like nothing. Uh, okay, all right. Well, this one and this one, they just throw it out. And I'm like, how do you right, do right, that? Right. How do you do that? He goes, well, that's years. I go, well, I don't know how many more years I have on the earth, but you know, 
I want to excel up to there where I can say, you know what, I I live my life and I I learned it from, you know, you ever read Leviticus, the doctor, the doctor book? How the, no, is that uh, a good book? Yeah, uh, well, Leviticus in the Bible. Uh, oh, it, oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. And it's it, I call it the doctor book because it tells you, you know, if you have if you're unclean to wash, right. uh, you know, and all that. And uh, what was funny is that uh, my teaching pastor is an actual medical doctor. So oh. I'm like, so did you get your 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 uh, teaching from Leviticus, or did you go to college for your medical license? <laughs> and he just laughed. He laughed. He had the biggest smile. And, and you you look at because because we do live in a world where people are you're smiling and go there's something wrong with that guy or a girl you know like you said the girl if you if you smile at a girl the number one instance is uh they're thinking well he's just trying to do stuff with me and all that uh right but you it it, it's just the, the 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 world we live in today and what is showing on social media and through uh, TV, through movies, and all that, which plays a fabricated portion of a man can s- gently smile at a lady because he's in a good mood and he's trying to produce a good mood to people. And 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 you said the 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 best gift is a free gift, and that's the gift of a smile, because your smile can can. Uh, change the direction of what that person is going to go through and that testimony that that small story about the elevator and the lady you know that just goes that just shows god's power and amen and you do got you do got a great smile you do got a great smile you got whiter teeth than me and that that's awesome dude you know i've been trying to do that for a while i'm paying thousands of dollars for and hopefully i get that kind of smile you know Glory to God. So, and that symbol, the symbol that you have, the ETE symbol, are those uh, nails? You know what? So it's actually, uh, it's you can see it. It's going to be, you have an E, a T, and an E, right? Uh-huh. And you're able to see the ETE. Uh-huh. So, once again, expect the extraordinary um, But, you know what? I kind of liked what you said, man. I'm going to see if I can get my my logo designer see if he can make that into look like 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 uh nails uh but that is that is our logo and we're sticking with it right amen amen yes sir well is there uh, any upcoming um events you want to talk about um i'm going to put your website down on the description of this podcast show uh what is your sure. what is your uh email address for etc Man, yes, for ETE is going ETE, to be sorry. at. Uh, it's okay. It's going to be at uh, insured with Edward at uh, Gmail, um, and that is insured with Edward at Gmail. And a um, couple of events that we're coming up. The ones that we have coming up is re- is business related, um, and I want to make sure that I'm that I'm respectful here in your podcast. I don't want to uh, make it seem like this is a marketing tool for for our business. Uh, in regards to the ETE event, uh, we have not set a, a date of when we're going to launch our first event. It's going to be our actual first uh, seminar event that we're going to do with ETE, which 
um, I'm just so excited that, that, that we're going to do it. But once we do do it, it is going to be up in our website. We're definitely going to do a lot of marketing and we're going to be sharing it. And I'm going to sure to let you know exactly when, whenever we launch it. Um, and we're definitely going to find a location, a location that is that is good and just bring everybody, man. Uh, and just let the Lord let the Lord lead it, man. But as for now, it's just it's just me. If anybody can reach me. Uh, they can reach me at that email. Uh, people can find me on social media. Or they can just call or text directly, man. I'm a big believer in giving back, right? You got to give back, man. If, if, you know, there's a part of scripture that says, if I can trust you with a little, right, then I'll be able to trust you with a much. And God has done so much for me. The the least thing that I can do is be obedient and, 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 and give back the gift that he has given me, right? And, and give that to others and, and be there for people, right uh my wife she she has a heart for god so you know we do this thing that whenever i get uh if it's a lady that, that calls me or texts me right and tells me hey can you pray for me my wife is so good at it that that i direct all the ladies to my wife right so my wife can 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 guide them and pray for them uh every male uh, I, I'm so excited that, that I always get to listen to, to every guy that calls, texts me. I get to uh, listen to them and, and then I pray, right? I'm a big believer to pray. And that's another thing that we are doing. And once again, we'll, we'll post it on our website. Is we're going to be doing a men's retreat. And it's going to be a, a kingdom ETE men's retreat. And that's going to be where, man, uh, our goal is to share kingdom principles and basically give man the tools and not only that man but build a community of men where um men are not alone man and a lot of times a lot of us men we do believe that we're alone man we can have man a, a hundred phones in this little phone numbers in this book but when you're going through crisis whenever you're feeling alone man you feel like you can't call none of these people right because you feel like who's going to understand me Right. And I've been a part of, of different group settings where I'm with men and we help each other out. So we're definitely going to be having that as well this year. And we'll post it on our websites. I'll be happy to share with you when once that happens. And uh, our goal is to to grow, grow kingdom men um, and for us to give back our 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 love. And, and just one thing that I can share with anybody, it's God truly loves you. And he knows every pain that you go through. He really does. But he also wants you to expect the extraordinary from him. He wants you to do that. And he wants you to have a fire for him. And he wants you to go all in for him. Uh -huh. Right? Amen. And then let the rest handle, be handled by him. Awesome. Awesome. I, I can't wait for the event. You better send me an invite. I will. I most definitely will. You know, um, I, I sent I um, I feel a lot of beautiful beautiful works in progress with uh, ETE and you know I want to thank you so much for your testimony. Um, a lot of people learn something through your words to get closer Lord to Christ. God. So, Lord God, you know this is not our story; it's His story. He He Amen. knows every strand of hair on your head so he knows w how you become and where you will go so Amen. um 
what what I like to do. Um, well, let me. Um, I got one scripture I was looking at when we were talking. It's uh, Deuteronomy seven nine. Uh, know therefore that the Lord your God, He is God, the faithful God, who keeps His covenant and His loving kindness to the thousandth generation with those who love him and keep his commandments. Um, I was trying to find the right scripture. I was like, God, while, while I was talking to Edward, can you please, you know, give me the right scripture to, to end this, uh, to end this show. And, um, that right there just throws it off. You know, he loves you. He, he said he, what he says is absolute that he loves his children. He will Amen. never forsake you. He loves you. He hates the sin. Amen. And that's the way we should live. We should love people, but hate their sin. Amen. So, and I also like my guests to uh, send us out in prayer. Would you mind? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Heavenly Father, uh, we come before you, Lord God, today, Lord God. Uh, Johnny and myself, Lord God, first and foremost, thank you, my Lord. I thank you, Father God, for everything that you're doing. I thank you for, for Jesus Christ, Lord God, for the blood that he shed in Calvary, Lord God. He went into the grave, your Lord, Lord God, but the but the, the the keys, the chains of hell, Lord God, couldn't couldn't keep him down, Father God. That by the third day he came, he came home, Lord God. He woke up, Lord God. And he got out of that that grave, your Lord God. And, and that day, Lord God, he said, "This is the check. This is the check that it is written and it is paid in full." And, and that check basically means that he just paid for the sins for everybody in the world. Everybody that accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior has been saved from the pits of hell. So thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for that person right now, Lord God, that is listening, Father God. Thank you for that individual, Lord God. And as I pray for him, for him and for her, Lord God, I just ask, Lord God, let, let them know, Lord God, that you are with them, that you love them, that you love them unconditionally, Lord God, that you know everything about them that you know every little part, even the parts that they don't like or they're embarrassed, you know them and you love them. Thank you, Lord God, for being that beautiful God, being the same God that you were before, that you are today and you will be tomorrow, the eternal God. Thank you, Lord God, as you have said, you have many rooms in your kingdom, Lord God, in your home and those that Jesus Christ is getting ready for those that believe in your son. Thank you, Lord God, for this world, Lord God, and I just ask that you touch it, Lord God, and you use us. Use the chosen ones, Lord God. Use us, Father God, that we can go out and give love to your children. Use us, my Lord, today. Thank you, Lord God. We give you, we give you, Lord God, our hearts. Father God, Johnny and I, we come before you, Lord God, to, to be like David, Lord God, seeking after your own heart. And I just ask, Lord God, that as you protect my brother Johnny, Lord God, you continue to use him, Lord God. Use his gift, Lord God. Use this part right here, Father God. Use this podcast to reach your children. Every podcast that he does, Lord God, use it to reach your children, Lord God. As you have said, I will leave <coughs> my 99 for that lost one. Father God, whoever is listening right now, who is the lost one, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, because you left your 99 for her, for him, because they mean that much to you. They're that worth it. And Father God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord God. 
God. Thank you by the power of your son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Edward, brother Edward. I, I appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, it's been an awesome testimony. Uh, just to let y'all know, on the next Origin Stories, we have Christian rapper CC Love coming in on this Sunday. It's going to be an awesome show. Get to hear a couple of her music. I want to thank all the new listeners that happened to stumble upon here. You did not stumble upon here by accident. God has sent you here to learn something. So I'm glad you got filled up with the Holy Spirit today. All my trusted listeners that listened to me, my babbling from day one to now, thank you so much. You are the glue that holds this crazy podcast together without you and without his love this would have never unfolded uh thank you so much i appreciate y'all y'all have a blessed day take care